It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Thank you guys for joining us today. We're always so happy to have you join us to hear all about great travel tips and destinations. And today's show is going to be another great one. And sitting in with me today is Nicole Roberts, our creative producer. She's back with us again. She was with us on the last show, shared so much great information. I asked her to come back again. Instead of just being behind the scenes and creating all of this great content, she needs to come on and help me share it. So welcome back to the show, Nicole. Thank you. I'm excited to be back on this morning. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show. Now, I know people know that you do all of these wonderful creative things for us here at Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. But, you know, you're busy doing creative things out in Los Angeles as well. Your show had 100 episodes recently? Yes. um, The show I'm working on right now is Face Off. It's a sci-fi show. um, um, It's a competition show about special effects makeup. And, um, yes, the season that's airing right now on Sci-Fi on Tuesday nights um, just uh, hit 100 episodes on the air, which is a very exciting milestone for a show. So, yeah, we're very proud. Yeah, you should be. 100 episodes. That's that's awesome. Now, what do you do there? Because I know you do creative things as well. Do you come up with show ideas similar to what you do here with us with Travel Bags? Yeah, actually, it's very similar. Um, I have a team that I work with, and together we um, take about a month, month and a half to just come up with all of the ideas for every episode of a, of a season of the show. And uh, once we've come up with the ideas, um, then we actually have to produce them and put them into effect. And that's where our whole crew comes in. They're at least... 100, 120 people maybe on the entire crew, but um, we work with all of them to sort of make the episodes happen and uh, deliver what you actually see on TV. So it's a very interesting process that all starts with the idea that we've come up with. Like, uh, for, for example, we turn people, our models into zombies or, you know, zombie aliens or something like that. It's always different each episode and always a lot of fun to see what we can come up with for our contestants to create. Well, it does sound fascinating. And I know in the last show, we talked a little bit also too about the Hollywood of the, of the South being Covington, Georgia, and uh, that the Vampire Diaries is actually filmed there. And that some of the folks that used to work with you or that were maybe part of the show are now doing that special effects makeup on a show like, like Vampire Diaries. Yep, it's pretty impressive. We have um, people from our show that go on to do all kinds of really cool things. Um, I've actually been surprised to find out how small the special effects makeup side of the industry is. It's already kind of a small industry and everyone knows each other, but you can imagine something that's so niche as creating prosthetic pieces to turn someone into a vampire. Like that's pretty, that's even more specific. So, um, yeah, it's a very tight knit group of artists. Um, a lot of them know each other going into the show already, or at least have heard of each other and, um, getting to work with our judges on the show and things like that. Um, and guests that we have come onto the show, they um, get even more access to some of the top profile people working in the special effects makeup industry.
page to Rachel. They go on after the show to work with some of them on things like the Vampire Diaries, um, The Walking Dead. Um, we've had people work on The Hunger Games. So anything you can imagine, like our judges have done, like Avatar, the Star Trek TV shows through the movies that are on now. So it's all pretty cool to be involved with. It sounds very fascinating. It really does. But now we are moving into the fall season. So is that a slower season for what you do? Or do um, no, actually. <laughs> it's, um, it's always pretty much a constant stream of, of chaos, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, is, which is kind of funny. Um, it kind of depends on the show. Uh, fall can be a little slower just because um, shows sort of tend to staff up at the end of the summer, very beginning of the fall, and then uh, people work that way. So it's not necessarily a time for lots of new projects, but um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's a lot slower. It's always <laughs> kind of kind of things happening here and there. Yeah. Well, well, I know that for the travel industry, things do slow down a bit around this fall season time, which is the season that we're coming into now. And I know you and I talked a little bit just about you know, how there's all this trivia around fall that you don't necessarily think about unless you're wanting to put together a show and talk about it specifically. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about some of this fall trivia because there's so many wonderful things to do this time of the year. There's the football season. Of course, everyone loves to see the leaves. There's the harvest season. I mean, there's so much going on with all the festivals. So what about a little fall trivia? I want to ask you a couple of things because I know you are so good at research. You probably know some of these things already. Yes. <laughs> so how long does autumn last? Because autumn and fall are kind of used together. So how long does it last here in the Northern Hemisphere? Do you know? Um, yes, I do, actually. So um, the the first thing we should know, actually, is pretty cool. Um, fall is actually, the beginning is marked by the autumnal equinox. <laughs> I have trouble saying it, but uh, it basically <laughs> means the first day of fall, which this year is September 23rd. So oh, that's close, up. yeah. Yeah, it's very close. And um, it's very interesting because I know people are always sort of struggling to define the fall versus the winter, especially because I know for me, I think about it in terms of, of school and what, you know, quarter semester of school I was in. But um, fall actually runs from the first day of fall through the winter solstice, so basically mid-September to mid-December. Mm. Well, yeah, that that's true because then, yeah, winter starts kicking in then around mid-December. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so fair play. So do you have one for me? I mean, I think it's only fair then that you ask me a question. <laughs> so I, I think so, too. So tell me, do you know this one? What is a harvest moon? Do you know what, which moon is actually considered the harvest moon? Oh, my. Hmm. Well, the harvest moon is really the full moon, which occurs closest to the equinox. So I guess this year will probably be somewhere around maybe September 22nd um, or 29th, somewhere around that time. I'd have to look at the calendar to say specifically which, which day it is, but it will be very close to that September 23rd, whatever full moon is coming up then. Yeah, I like that. I, I've always been so curious about that because you see, like, the giant moon, it's glowing orange or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's kind of cool to actually know that there's a specific time that uh, it's considered the harvest moon because I think anytime I see that big, 
glowing sort of like orange moon. I'm thinking, oh, it must be the harvest. It must moon. be the harvest but moon, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess a big glowing moon could be other times as well. But now, what about yeah. Indian summer? Are you familiar with that? Um, I wasn't actually. I, I'd always kind of heard that, but uh, in researching for this show, I, I was surprised to sort of find out what that actually means. And it uh, refers to the heat waves that occur in the late fall. Yeah, yeah. And we, well, here in the South, we have a lot of Indian summers. I guess out in California there, you guys just don't get a ton of cold, cold weather. So maybe you have a continuous Ind- Indian summer during the, <laughs> that's, the, the that's autumn. That's kind of how it feels. It's kind of how it feels, yeah. It's always sort of like, um, it's a little skewed here. It always kind of feels the same general temperature. But then for us, sort of like September, October gets really hot. So mm. I'm suffering here in LA <laughs> right now in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, so I guess we wouldn't necessarily call that time Indian summer. It's just kind of a natural <laughs> thing there for you guys. But now, Nicole, yes. we're, we're coming down to the end of this segment, and we have so many great things to share with the listeners today. So we are going to definitely talk about fall travel because this really is a great time to travel. It's the time to start looking at destinations to go for beautiful colors, uh, changing with the leaves, and great deals, just all of those kind of things. So sit tight if you can, Nicole. I want you to stay with us throughout the whole show, actually. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit about places to go, things to do, and things to consider during this time of the year when we talk about travel. So this is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9 WDUN. Back in a minute. 